Welcome to the LLMC Sermon Series, where powerful messages from our missional discipling church will inspire and guide your spiritual journey. Join us as we explore the Word of God together, delving into topics that matter to your life. Whether you're seeking answers or seeking to deepen your faith, this podcast is your spiritual sanctuary. Experience the joy of community and connection as we learn, grow, and transform through the teachings of LLMC. Subscribe now, and let's embark on this transformative journey together. We're going to be uh, talking today about, um, I'm going to focus more on waiting. Uh, as you heard from Derek, you know, at, in, at this time of the season and Advent, it's uh, waiting, promise, hope, time. And we're going to strive to see God's movement in the world and in his promises that he gave us. And our text today is Luke 1, 5 through 45. I'm not going to take the time to read all through that. I'll refer back to it. But we're going to be talking about Elizabeth and Zechariah. Right, growing up, you know, you heard the Christmas story, but growing up sometimes I didn't really catch what the story about Elizabeth and Zechariah was and how important in the whole history of Jesus and his birth, they were very important. They were very important in the Christmas story. Now, you probably know this, but I'm going to go over Elizabeth and Zechariah. Now, we know that they were godly people. He was a priest. They were godly people, but all their lives... They prayed for a baby. They didn't, all their lives, they they were uh, praying for a baby. And the reason was women were looked down in that time if you were barren, if you couldn't have a baby, right? If you couldn't get pregnant, they would be thinking, well, what has she done? What sin has she committed? But she was blameless. She was pure, even when they both decided that, all right, this must have been God's plan. We're not going to have a baby. They were okay with it. But then guess what? She got pregnant. She was an old lady, kind of makes you, it reminds you of the story of Sarah and uh, Abraham, right? God hasn't done, had done this before, so all of a sudden, she's pregnant. Now, Zechariah kind of didn't believe it when the angel came and told him. Right? He, he, I don't blame him. I, if it was my wife, and she was 90 years old, and she comes and says, sorry, Jane. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it either. Right? I wouldn't have believed it either. So, what happens? The angel quiets Zechariah. He quiets him. He can't talk. He can't tell anybody about this. He can't talk. Now, in my own little mind, 
not being able to talk might not be such a bad thing, right? I, I picked on Jane already back there, but she, I can tell you in 40 years, there were many times, stop looking at me like that. Uh, <laughs> many times in 40 years, I wish I would have kept my mouth shut. Anybody can, can identify with that? So maybe being silent wasn't bad. But being for nine months or however long it was, Zechariah couldn't tell anybody. And I would believe that he would want to tell people. But Elizabeth's pregnant with John, John the Baptist, right? That's who uh, was the son of Elizabeth and Zechariah. He's an important part of the whole gospel story. Very important part. I believe that John the Baptist was the first hippie. I believe he was the first hippie. He lived out in the woods. He, he wore uh, animal clothing and he never drank. He never did all these bad things. And I just kind of think he was a hippie. A good hippie. I mean, a really good hippie. I want to put that out there. So here comes the angel to Mary. Elizabeth is pregnant. The angel comes to Mary, right? And says, you're going to have a son. Your son is going to be the Messiah. He is going to be the king. And, excuse me. So Mary, who was probably still a little confused about everything, says, well, something miraculous happened to Elizabeth. I'm going to go talk to her. So Mary, who's related to Elizabeth, goes to see Elizabeth. I said that right. Mary goes to see Elizabeth, right? And I love what the Scripture says, right? I love what the Scripture says when it says, as soon as Mary walked to see, went to see Elizabeth, the baby inside of Elizabeth jumped, right? It jumped. Now, well, obviously, I've never experienced having a baby kick inside my belly, right? A lot of you have. I got to imagine that this jump wasn't just a little push. I'm sure, I bet that he was doing somersaults inside of Elizabeth's belly, right? Because he saw that Jesus was there in Mary, right? Now, um, I, I just love that picture because the two became great friends. And you know the story of John the Baptist, how he baptized Jesus. You want to know how important that John the, ba- John the Baptist is in the gospel story? Just go to that. He had the honor and privilege of baptizing Jesus. And Mary, being the godly woman that she was, she says, "How? why me? Why am uh, I so honored to have the baby in Mary come to see me? 
She was very honored. And she said this, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Now, this story took time. It took time to come to, for. can't say that word, it took time to get done, instead of saying, if you're, if you're, I can't say it yet, Merle. <laughs> but it took time. And one thing that we got to understand today is everything that happens is in God's timing, right? How many times we want something and we pray, and you pray, and you pray, and it doesn't seem, uh, God doesn't seem to even be listening. But he's waiting. He's planning for the right moment. Why did uh, Elizabeth and uh, Zechariah, why did they have to be so old when they had the baby? Right? It was all prof- prophesied back in Isaiah 500 or so years before this happened. So in our human minds, we say, wow, 500 years? You know, that's, that's a lot of time. But even back in Isaiah, the plan was still being laid. The plan of Jesus coming, the plan for, to help us Go to, go to God and say, God, forgive me. You sent your son to die on a cross so that we can live guilt-free. Think about that. What we are experiencing today, man, that, that was all being planned centuries ago. Did you understand Everything that we have going on today, and uh, if we're true to God and we, and we look to God, everything that is planned, your life is planned out for you. Now, Evan, you didn't know you were going to meet Cena and end up uh, uh, marrying her, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, you are getting married. I want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> um, so... You know, everything that happens in our lives, it takes time. And if we're truly following God, his timing is perfect. His timing is perfect. Right now, the little ones up here said that they were waiting for Christmas. Can hardly wait. Does Christmas just automatically happen? Does when you're planning for this big get together and you're getting your families together, does it just happen? You wake up on Christmas morning and boom, the the presents are all wrapped, the meal is all made. And you can just, no, no, that, it doesn't work that way at all. There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of hard work that needs to be done. 
Things, see, we want things to happen right now. I don't know how many people I've heard, especially up at the store, and they're in there running around doing their shopping, and they said, oh, we got so much to do, and this and that. I had one lady tell me, her daughter said, I'm com- we're coming to your place, and she said, that didn't make me happy, <laughs> you know? And, and uh, so we have a lot of this going on. But what I want to tell you today, guys, is everything that happens is because God has plans. You may not see it. If you would have told me and my mom and dad when I was a teenager that I'd be a pastor someday, they would have said, nah, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of nuts, not Gary. But God, in his plan, because I fought it, I fought it for a long time, but in God's plan, I became a pastor. It's only through God. And it happened at the right time in my life. God knew that this was the right time. My kids were grown. I didn't didn't have to worry about, especially working with youth, that I didn't have to be out a couple nights a week. That didn't matter. But as I think back on it, the timing was right. And in this story of Zechariah and uh, Elizabeth, The timing was right for them, and they were blessed, blessed with a son, John. And then Mary comes in, and somehow, miraculously, she's having the the baby of hers is the Messiah. Think about all the time that it took, all the things that happened in the middle there of that time with the Israelites and everything. So guys, and I want to say this to the kids if they're still here, Christmas is coming. I used to be as excited about Christmas and gifts and cookies and all the stuff that you eat. But the timing is right, right now for us to celebrate the Messiah. Celebrate the birth of Jesus. He changed the course of history. Steve mentioned that in the, in the cantata. Think about that. Jesus changed the course of history. And it's something that we all can be a part of. So when you get tired of waiting and you feel like time's never going to come, just know that God has a plan. And that he will bless you in ways you may not ever imagine. So, we have one week left. Kids, you only have one more week to wait till Christmas time. Let's take this time to realize what actually is happening here. We get ourselves so bogged down with busyness that we forget why we're celebrating this time, why we're having cantatas that are praising God and giving us the the Christmas message. And I'll tell you what, if you focus on, I say this a lot, but I I believe it, don't forget to invite the one's birthday that we're celebrating. Remember, it's about Jesus. 
It's not about how many different pies you make, how many different cookies, how many, how much food you guys, that's all irrelevant. Let's celebrate Jesus' birth and realize everything that he's done for us. Let's pray. God, we thank you for uh, this time. Uh, We thank you for the beautiful music that was presented to us today. And God, we are getting close to the special day. One week from today, or uh, we're going to be celebrating your birthday. Jesus, thank you for coming into the world so that we may have the greatest gift of all. That's the forgiveness of sins and the hope of of an eternal reunion with you in heaven. So God, I just pray that you be with each one here uh, today and as we move forward, and I pray this all in your name. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the LLMC Sermon Series. Until next time, may your faith continue to flourish and your spirit stay uplifted. Remember, you're never alone on this journey. Stay connected with LLMC and keep the spirit of community alive in your heart. Wishing you blessings and inspiration until we meet again. Take care and keep seeking the truth.